what's up there, Kiss Army? Tom and Zeus with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 32. We're doing another one of these, Tom. The Real Alive Five. How are you? Oh, it's good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, yeah, this will be this will be a good one. We love we love our live episodes. So what's going on in New Hampshire land? Well, it's funny because we're recording on uh, Thursday, August 15th, and uh, we don't get into politics here on this show. But uh, not too far up the road from me is the massive Trump rally at Southern New Hampshire University Arena. Uh I'm not going to get into my political leanings one way or the other, but uh, whether I supported Trump or not, I would not go near that arena pro or con. That's all I'll say about that. Put it that way. Yeah, I would probably go there with a bag of tomatoes. Um, we don't talk about it. We talk, the funny thing is we always talk politics on our own pages. Yeah. And then we always once in a while slip up. Some one of our <laughs> One of our fans or listeners will be like, and we see that you like something that says Trump is the greatest or another one that says Hillary was robbed and she's the best and she should be present. And I'll like like it and I'll get some text. Hey, you like something from our show page. No politics. Yeah, no politics. <laughs> like, God damn it. Yep. Un- unlike my poor Hillary post. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. All right, please. Yeah, that'll be another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Pantsuits and us. <laughs> Um, so, uh, life is good. I heard someone had a birthday over there. Yep. My, my boy, my boy, my boy. (laughs) Speaking of the Godfather. Did you say my boy, Arabian prince called rock and shit? (laughs) I was saying my boy from the Godfather. Speaking of Fredo in the news. Poor Fredo, he's one of my favorites. No, 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 my no, my son just turned fifteen the other night, so that that was a good time. That was a bit. That was that was a lot of fun. So uh, one more one more year until he gets his friggin' license, and then all hell breaks loose. Ooh, maybe maybe that could be. Uh, you'll be hearing that terminology again in the future on this episode. Oh, could be, could be. Yeah, yep. it's pretty quiet over here. My daughter's back from uh, Kiss Camp, <laughs> uh, where she was uh, braiding Paul Stanley's chest hair. Um, <laughs> Kiss Camp, an episode coming to you soon. We have to come up with Kiss Camp. That got a oh, lot. That got, some, that, that got some funny feedback last week. <laughs> oh, Kiss Camp. Um, yeah, so life is back. We're getting ready for school and stuff. And uh, honestly, getting back to, uh, you know, our, our routine here. Um, right. Speaking of feedback, we got some feedback on our last episode, right? On yeah. the I did for Cycle Circus. Yes, we did. And I got to be honest with you, blown away by the love that this album gets from Kiss Army out there. I was like, I, it was so all over. The, I think by far of anything we've done so far and maybe in the future, the it's so erratic. It's all yep. over the place. People hate it. People love it. People like these two songs. People hate these two songs. People love this. It, it was all over the place. Yeah, it it. Uh, it was crazy. The love for the album and then love for specific songs. We did for our Tuesday poll. We actually did two polls. We did the best song and the worst song. And people were picking songs that were on like the, that were options for the worst people like, Hey, 
That's my favorite song. I'm like, what the fuck? How is that possible? And then there was me campaigning to say Psycho Circus, the song sucks. And then and then there was me taking a beating because apparently everybody loves Journey of a Thousand Years. Told you. What the fuck am I missing there? I told you that should have been in there. Not your awful, I pledge allegiance to the state of hot, hot garbage. Oh, that um, song's terrific. Oh, terrible. They're playing, I they're, told they're, you they're, Journey should have been in there. They're playing that at the Trump rally tonight. I pledge allegiance to the state of rock and roll. Allegiance to the state of rock and roll. Okay. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I, it was, was all over that, the place. You're right, because we've done album reviews in the past, and we've – I mean, there were people who literally love it, literally hate it. It was crazy. Interesting. And the funny thing is, I think – but the most consistent things was on that was that most people agreed. There was a couple that didn't, but most people agreed that my Peter song was the worst. <laughs> oh, yeah. Peter. Yeah, oh, poor, man. poor Peter. Speaking of Peter, the other feedback we did, we did that um, that viral where to sit. Yeah, the, 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 yeah, the cafeteria meme. That yes. was going that was going crazy with, uh, you know, where to sit. You know, people were doing it for, you know, you see, my eyes are going crazy. <laughs> you saw all different variations of it. So, of course, we let we jumped on it. We created our uh, kiss cafeteria, three albums <laughs> per table um, that got some pretty cool feedback. And I and I told Zeus because when I was putting this together with with his help, of course, but the goal was to make it so that each table was mixed with, you know, some you know we're not going to throw dress to kill love gun and rock and roll over all at one table so we kind of spread it out and put some you know favorites not so favorites um but a lot uh a lot of love was given to the table that had dress to kill hot in the shade and unplugged i was surprised by that i was going to say i thought that i thought the most surprising and the one that got the most votes was yep. unmasked revenge and ace I think that's because I, I think that's Revenge and Ace carried that table. Although I love Unmasked, um, yeah. And and then another one for me that I that personally was Dynasty, Paul Solo. But then you get the dud with Psycho Circus. Yeah, I didn't. But see I think that was the that, Love Gun, Carnival of Souls, and Killers didn't get much love. Creatures, Monsters, and Gene didn't get any love. Yeah, that was a um, bad table. I was alone sitting at my Peter table. With Peter, Sonic Boom, and Destroyer. Actually, I think there was a couple that picked that. Yeah. I really loved that table. That was the yeah. pick I had. And I then I think it, my second was uh, Dress to Kill table. Yeah, I mean, it did get a lot of uh, I mean, it did get a lot of feedback, which is fun. And that's the whole point. It's just fun interaction, like we say every week, you know, get people talking, you know. So that was that was a fun thing to do. Yeah, I just want to throw a couple things, quick shout outs. Lick It Up Elder Alive got a lot. Yes, definitely. Um, Harder than hell, crazy nights alive two did. Yep. Kiss animalize alive three. I love um, that. One. This one didn't get much. Rock and roll over asylum and smashes. I think smashes killed it for that for a lot of people because even though it's the greatest hits, yeah, it has awful versions of those songs. Oh, it's terrible. They're all re-recorded horribly. Yeah, and not to, you know, not to mention it has you you make me rock hard. Oh, I love those two songs, but. <laughs> You know, I think Sonny was the only one over there sitting there because he had asylum. Sonny, Sonny was the only one with his uh, friggin' Happy Days Potsy lunchbox sitting at the <laughs> asylum table. <laughs> By himself. 
And then the guy came over, the bully came over from just one of the guys. Yeah. Remember when he would pick up the cafeteria tables? Lifted up, lifted up his table and hit him with his potsy lunchbox. <laughs> and he would have his wrestling gloves on or something. Yeah. And he would lift the tables up. Yeah, that's what they did to poor Sonny when he's at the asylum table. Yeah, th- yeah, that th- you know that that's Johnny from Karate Kid. Yeah, I know it's okay. Johnny. All right, he, that well, was in when he was in that trifecta of yes. all the, the the trifecta of bully movies. He did that Karate Kid and Back to School. Yeah, he was the greatest. William Zapka <laughs> should be a, put up on the friggin' Hollywood Walk of Fame. Yeah, so that was great. But when we go back to you know we mentioned our good buddy Sonny. This weekend, this previous weekend, was Rockin' Pod. Yep. Unfortunately, we weren't. We, yeah. Yep, we we weren't able to go. It was in Tennessee. Uh, we're up in New England. Um, it, busy time of year for for both of us. You know, family obligations, different things. It's tough getting down there. Um, but it was all over social media. I'm sure the people listened to us a lot. I, obviously, a lot of people went, which was cool. Uh, but Zeus, you were going to tell the great story about our friend Sonny. Um. Yeah, Sonny got kicked out for throwing up all over one of the booths. <laughs> apparently, apparently somebody spiked his wine cooler and, and then he, he got and, and then he, and he tripped and fell on his parachute pants and, and ended then he up stood, throwing up on and then he stood up on a table and demanded that everyone listen to asylum start to finish. And he started screaming, "I'm the king of the mountain." <laughs> and people were pelting him with ace frilly pins and he fell down and he was hurt. <laughs> he was very hurt at work. Very hurt. And um, so you know the story pretty well. We uh, we posted it because, you know, in all honesty, we love the kid. But he's a great guy. And what yeah. kind of, you know, why do we say that? Tell them. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, so at Rock and Pod, they did a, a raffle giveaway. Um, and there was a young kid there who apparently was really interested in trying to get this uh, nice guitar that was part of the giveaway. Well, Sonny won the raffle, won the guitar, and, you know, through a really cool act of kindness, Sonny gave the guitar that he won to the young man who really wanted it. Um, And, you know, for anybody that knows Sonny, you know, we've gotten to know him a little bit, you know, through the podcast world. We've Unfortunately, we've never had the chance to meet him personally. Um, But just a really cool story, um, you know, and we wanted to share that um, because everybody likes a feel-good story. Um, but the story, it makes you feel even better when you know it, that it involves somebody that, you know, so I thought it was a very cool gesture, making a young man happy with the, you know, with music. Very cool. Yeah. Selfless act. Uh, yep. great standup guy. Great job. Yep. And, uh, and it was just one of the reasons rock and pod was successful. Yeah. Uh, Chris did a great job from what, from all, uh, from what I understand. Uh, yeah, the yeah, rock and pod guys, um, there was a, they had a mixed band going up, playing a bunch of songs. Yep. Saw them play a couple clips. I saw them playing room service. They did a pretty good job on that. Yep. Uh, you know, and all the, all the, all our friends in the kiss community and podcast community, they were there taking photos and stuff. So we send out a lot of shout, um, we, uh, we'll send out a lot of love to all them and the great, uh, job that they did there. And yep. we hope that next year will be bigger and better, and uh, we'd like to be there. Yeah, definitely. Yep. So we thought that at the same area that there was another event going on, but we didn't think it was going to happen. Oh, it happened. Peter Brady had his birthday party. Yes. Mick Fury had his own birthday party. Vincent Cusano had a birthday party, and... 
Um, he, he, he followed through with it. Now, let me jump in a little bit here before we start getting into the story here. For anybody that is new to this show, okay, Zeus and I, we have a sense of humor where very little is serious, except for the story we just told about Sonny because he's a friend, okay? <laughs> yeah. We, we love the band, but if you've listened to our episodes, our sense of humor is, you know, we can be out there with the way we talk about things, kiss, former, right. former members, current members, etc. Long story short, we have no problem shitting on Vinnie Vincent and the things that he's done throughout his career, personally, professionally, whatever. It doesn't mean that we don't know that Vinny has his own issues. We've talked about that in the past, but that's what we do. We're sophomoric. We're grown men who act like 15-year-olds, like my son. 15? Yeah. Maybe if we're lucky. Ah, you're, maybe maybe you're shooting pretty high there, buddy. Uh, uh, maybe 10. Yeah, you're talking probably 10. 10 years in the business. So there was, so, so there was a story on iHeartRadio.com or iHeart.com. Um, and it says, ex-Kiss guitarist Vinnie Vincent finally follows through on an appearance. <laughs> so, you know, they talk about the event. But the reason we're bringing this up is because we found a photo online that somebody took <laughs> from the – it looked like it was from like the like the hallway of the hotel with the camera going into the ballroom. And all you can see is Vinny <laughs> by himself sitting at a table. So, of course, because I'm a smart-ass asshole, I post a picture on Twitter saying, looks like Vinnie Vincent had his classic Peter Brady birthday party. Anybody who's a fan of the Brady Bunch remembers that episode where poor Peter Brady has this huge party and no one shows up. Because <laughs> he was being a jerk. Because he was being a dink. He was so, a jerk. Because, you know, his so friend I, thought he was a jerk because he likes Kiss. <laughs> yeah. So iHeartRadio included a screenshot of our tweet in their article, and I was like, holy shit, if people didn't... And with what hashtag? The hashtag Peter Brady birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, we're going to get publicity, but now everybody's going to think we're just major assholes now. <laughs> <'Cause>... <laughs> I, know. I know. So the reason we bring this up is because... <laughs> we're you know, assholes. You pretty much... Talking about talking about the psycho circus feedback, the feedback we got on this, Zeus and I stepped away because there were a few individuals that were going at each other's yeah. throat. Let me jump in here for Go a second. Ahead. Go ahead. There Go ahead. is this thing with all podcasts, this Kiss podcast. It is the funniest. Like I, I, I don't know what it is with me, but I love when people get exasperated, like they lose their shit. Yeah, people just fucking snap and take it. You know, I do that on this ep on this show sometimes. Where yeah. I go on a rant and I fucking flip out. Um, there's this thing amongst all podcasts. That everyone's like, oh, we're not going down that Vinnie Vincent fucking rabbit hole because people come in and start debating and going off on each other. We haven't had that until this week. Uh, oh my god. All of a sudden I'm at work and Tommy's like, Are you watching this? What's going on, on our on our Twitter feed? I'm like, what? It's like, well, take a look. I'm not jumping in. You can jump in. I tried being because I actually have a mediator's background. Yeah. I jumped in like, hey, guys, like, let's let's 
you know, and you know, I basically got, hey, fuck you too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's it. But it blew me away that people are that passionate about defending Vinnie Vincent. We're all like, and and, and people are losing sight of the argument. They're all like, oh, everything that Vinny did for, you know, lick it up and revenge. We're all like, we're not talking about that. We uh, we love Vinny as a KISS member. Have a sense of humor. We're shitting on the fact that the guy fucking cancels every event he ever had. Not one of us, me or Zeus specifically, we have never, ever commented or posted anything on social media about Vinny's appearance. Okay? Everybody Speak can make yourself. the Every, well, but, but what I'm saying is people would jump it in and being like, oh, you're talking about the fact that he looks like a woman and everything. I'm like, oh, oh no, I didn't say shit like that because no. that especially me, I wouldn't be like that because I, that's nothing I believe in. Neither do you. Right. Obviously, because right. we know the difference, but we can fucking say he looks decrepit. Yeah. He looks like he's fucking homeless. We can say he looks like he can't fucking play guitar anymore. And, and all, his and we, actions give you the hint that he can't play a guitar anymore. And we can also say that he's sitting in a fucking ballroom alone for his birthday party. So Yeah, I mean, whatever. We're talking about a guy that screwed over fans countless times. So anybody that wants to sit there and yell at us and say, oh, we're being fair, unfair to him, we're not talking about nice people uh, aren't always the, you know, great, excuse me, great artists aren't always the nicest of people. It doesn't take Michael Jackson is 10 times the talent as Vinnie Vincent, but he's not a very nice man. So, you know what? Same thing can be said about Vinnie. So you want to talk about, you know, oh, well, that's taken away from Lick It Up or, you know, it's a kiss fan. I can appreciate what he contributed. But how about all those guys that bought that fucking box set and he still hasn't given it to them in in, what, two decades? Yeah. How about those people that bought those plane tickets? I mean, this isn't new, guys. I know all these fake promises, all this fake shit and all these lawsuits and everybody else is to blame. I know what that's like to have somebody in our, we were just talking about have somebody in your life like that, that the world is to blame. And you know what it, and and you know what it's like to be hurt. And I hate that. (laughs) Um, And so that's what I'm getting at. We're not shitting on that stuff. So the thing that happened with this whole Vinny thing, we found it funny because you came up with the Peter Brady birthday party. And then, of course, our buddy Daryl, unbelievable, oh. found a, an image of Peter Brady, a video clip of Peter Brady, like all excited. He thinks his doorbell, there's someone at the door and it's nobody there. And he's at his house and he's playing nobody at his birthday party. And, he, and uh, in the background, the whole time is licking up. Yeah. <laughs> That is the greatest video. Lick it up. Now, this is great because we're talking about what the, the way people perceived us. And here's a paragraph from that article. It says, before the event, Vincent suggested that he was keeping it small this time to avoid the, quote, relentless Internet bullying mob of hate-filled <laughs> lunatics who are out to sabotage his reputation. Oh, you mean us? <laughs> lunatics? Oh, man, I just couldn't believe that there were that many people who were so passionate about defending him. I'm just thinking of Pink Floyd. The lunatic is on the podcast. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like, you got to be kidding me, people. But, uh, but you know what? I listened to Kiss FAQ. Did you listen to the episode Julian Gill had? I haven't had a chance He had yet. somebody on his show that was yeah. at the function and saw that. He's, and what he said was, Vinny was playing. I mean, I've heard different events. This guy was saying Vinny was playing. He was doodling around. He was 
you know, playing all sorts of shit. He didn't know what the fuck it was, but he was playing. Okay. He was nice. He had made the food himself. He was talking with everybody. He he went according to plan. This event. Wait a minute. What, what, what do you mean he made the food himself? What did he, like, read, Paul, what did he read Paul Stanley's book? <laughs> he had some finger sandwiches. I don't know what. I mean, he had like the food himself, the guy said. He made it. I don't know what he fucking made. Like, maybe it was like one of those fucking. <laughs> I don't know. He had like food there. We have the Vinnie Vincent Easy Bake Oven. <laughs> he, had a, he, had, he had the Shepherd's Surprise. Oh, that's a good inside joke. That's a fucking. He had fucking professor who he passed had, away. <laughs> Vinnie was serving. He had a little. Let me tell the story, Tom. God, he had a little bit of a lick. Oh God! <laughs> and, and something was for lunch. I think me and Tommy walking out it was a like criminal justice course. Yeah, well, yeah. We're walking out, and I was like, "What's for the what's for lunch?" I think one of us goes, "It's the shepherd's surprise," and he fucking looked, turned his head back, and gave us a look of death. He and thought we were making like, fun of him. Oh. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yep. Oh God! So yes, right. we haven't matured since then. No, I think we were probably more mature back then. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Poor Vinny and his party. Anyways, anyways. So, um, it, we were talking about our buddy Daryl. Yep. Which will lead me into what am I wearing today? You are wearing the Eric Carr belt shirt, I believe. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Fits right. Yeah. Looks great. Done by our friend Ed Spankenberg. <laughs> That's his new nickname. Wink, wink. Um, Ed, owner, creator, designer, Click T Shop. You've heard us talking about Ed for a while now. Yep. Click T Shop. It is uh, K L I C K T E E S H O P dot com. Click T Shop dot com. Ed has these awesome shirts, kiss-themed, not, you know, not over the top. You guys will know if you're a kiss fan, well, you're listening to us, yep. check out the website. And he's got an exclusive going on right now with Eric Carr's family to produce some authentic Eric Carr merchandise t-shirts, which are for a limited time only. That's right. right. He's, yep. They only have a certain amount they can do, and he's close to finishing that up. Yep. So, guys, if I were you, don't wait. You see that shirt and you're like, holy shit, get it. before and, and I'm telling you because they're going to run out. And Ed is um, in, the, in the process of unveiling an entire new website um, to push his products, which is going to include way more than T-shirts. Yep. And it should be out probably by the time we um, this episode airs on Saturday. It could be. Um, yep. It yep. could be out. Yep. Uh, we love Ed. We think he's a great guy, friend of the show. Yep. Uh, we hope that you guys support him. Um, and which leads us to the surprise that we've been kind of hinting at yep. for the last few weeks. So want to tell him what Ed, how Ed became a part of this? Sure. So Zeus. And, so if you're if you you listen to our show on whatever platform it is, iTunes or whatever. Uh, one thing you may have noticed, and you probably see it on our social media, is that we our show has a new logo. Um, for a while, Zeus and I had been talking about upgrading our logo. Um, the one that we liked, the one that we had, we liked it. It was original. We started it from scratch, but we wanted to try to upgrade it a little bit. Um, 
so when we were talking with Ed, when we had him on the show and talking about his designs, we threw it out just, you know, hey, Ed, what do you think? Well, Ed came up with what you see now, which is absolutely mind-blowing beyond what we thought. Um, Zeus, tell us a little bit about what you yeah, think. Yeah, so what I like about this, if you see our logo, um, you can tell if you see Ed's work. Yeah, I believe if you see the logo, you can see Ed's work. You'll say, "Oh, that's something that Ed has done." Yeah, it's very along those themes. It's not overtly kiss like we had previous, where we had the um, talisman, uh, the images in the background stuff. This is our logo. We got the you know the black and white, and we got we got a, a pretty um, recognizable uh, bass guitar coming out of it. Yep. Um. Uh, we were very happy to see this. Uh, we fell in love with it, and uh, we can't thank uh, Ed enough. Uh, we hope that you guys like it. Please give us your feedback on it. Yep. And, um, you know, with this new logo, we weren't going to unveil it until the real part of the surprise that we were kind of working on. And do you want me to leave that to you, Tom? You want to take the honors? Well, yeah, sure. So some exciting times here with uh, this young fledgling podcast um, through our friend Daryl Alber, um, who we always talk about making those funny videos for us. Um, he's involved with a network uh, called the Pantheon Podcast Network. Um, it's a network of about 20 rock and roll podcasts that cover every genre and every spectrum of podcast. Um, we were invited to be part of that podcast network. So right now, shout it out loudcast is part of the Pantheon podcast network. And the fact that this is happening so quickly is mind numbing, um, speechless to be involved with some of these people on this network. Um, like I said, they cover all genres, all eras of music. Um, there's a podcast that talks about, um, music and movies. Um, one of my favorite podcasts that I want to mention is one by the famous Canadian rock author, Martin Popoff. Anybody that doesn't know about Martin Popoff, he has written countless rock bios. I own one, wrote one about Rush, UFO, Rainbow, Dio, Sabbath, Judas Priest, Deep Purple, Blue Oyster Cult. I mean, unbelievable stuff. He has a podcast um, called The History in Five Songs. And what he does is picks a topic and kind of describes that topic through the use of five different songs. Great podcast. There's another one called Rock Candy. Two hilarious, crazy girls that talk about all different genres of rock music. Um, it's We're so proud and so humbled and so excited to be part of this um, that, that, we could, that we're in this, in this podcast family. Yeah. Then there's some more um, that we like. Um, the Founder is a guy named Christian Swain. If you guys know him, you might know his very popular rock and roll archaeology. It's like a documentary style, and it it breaks down like bands, uh, artists, and things. It is awesome. Yep. Awesome. He does a great job. It's, it's like a documentary, and uh, it's fascinating to listen to. Um, there's uh, Miss Pamela's Pajama Party, which oh, yeah. is by the famous Pamela DeBars. And why do we know her? Yep. Go ahead. Because her ex-husband 
was one of my favorite characters in Seinfeld. <laughs> what do you mean, stunk up? It's so funny when we talk about Michael DeBar and that reference because everyone's like, wait, that's all you know him from? What? No, no, but but it's just funny. <laughs> I can't get I love that episode. A, oh, young, a young woman's erotic journey from Milan to Minsk. <laughs> How do I know? I can smell you from here. <laughs> um, that's another great podcast. Then there's the uh, uh, podcast Art of Rock with John Kosh. If you guys know who he is, it's amazing. Okay, so he has been like the artist of some of the biggest and best albums of all time. He was the creative director behind the Beatles' Abbey Road. Guys, he's done albums for, you know, Jimmy Buffett, ELO, John Lennon, um, you know, Brandy Newman, Tom Petty, Linda Ronstadt, The Stones. And in the middle there is Wasp. Yeah, <laughs> which I don't get, but, hey, but we'll take it. Yeah. So these are some of the fantastic podcasts. And um, look, I, I, we're going to be honest with you. It Daryl really got us this hookup. And, uh, you know, there are we talk about this all the time. There are kid kiss podcasts that are more articulate, more information, um, you know, Closer, mem- closer to the band. There are some that are way older than our podcast. There are some that uh, you know have way more listeners. Yep. But nobody has more fun than we do. And that's the thing. We are a Kiss podcast first, but we're also an entertainment podcast. I mean, you 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 will get some information from us, but we're here to provide entertainment under the umbrella of Kiss. Um, exactly. And that's, and that's, and that's one of the things that when we met with the guys from Pantheon, that that's what, that they liked that, that it was, it was, it was a unique, it was, it was entertaining. It was comedic, you know, and, uh, and we're just so proud and so humbled and it's just amazing. And we're excited, um, you know, and we want to share that excitement with you and check out these podcasts. I mean, they're there. We're not, honestly, we're not just saying this. Um, they really are some amazing podcasts that that span the entire history of rock genres, eras, etc. There's going to be something there that you're going to like, including us. Yeah, and uh, so this is a kind of a new era for Shout It Out Loudcast. We hope that uh, we'll continue to grow the podcast, get out to a, more and more people, um, and uh, we're excited about it. So yeah, no, yeah, nothing's going to change. The show is going to be exactly the same. So yeah, no, no, we'll, no, if anything, we'll get stupider. This yeah. isn't going to be like uh, that scene in Wayne's World where uh, the big corporate <laughs> bosses buy the show and you know try to <laughs> you know you know sanitize it. Nope, we got we, we, we're we're us. Yeah, that's not changing. So um, we're still going to do fun kiss topics like this one. Yep. What is it this week? So this week we are doing our version of what a live five would have been. So anybody that listened to our previous episode, Kiss was famous for a live one after three albums, a live two after the next three albums. And then they didn't do a live three until the nineties. So we previously did a quote unquote real alive three, uh, which, com- which was composed of the original tracks on a live two uh, solo albums and dynasty and then we did a real alive four, which got some interesting feedback because it included 
um, original tracks on Killers, Unmasked, and The Elder. I fucking loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, so tonight, Alive 5, this is going to be kick-ass. Creatures of the Night, Lick It Up, Animalize. 15-track, what we think Alive 5 would have been. Unbelievable. So this is, um, you know, when I look at the list we're choosing from, what, you know, what I'm missing from this era, I love the songs. I'm going to be right off the top. I'm going to tell I love the songs. But what I'm not so happy about, Tom, is that you're really dealing with Paul and Gene, and that's it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no. You don't have that. Oh, I'm going to throw a couple Ace songs. I'm going to throw a couple Peter songs. Yeah, I noticed that too. Because what I did, I made my set list, and then I listened to it. I created like a playlist in iTunes. I listened to it, and it's kick ass. But you're right. And another thing too, if this did come out when it did come out, you'd be dealing with Mark St. John as your guitarist. You you wouldn't be. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have Vinny. You wouldn't have Bruce. So we'll get into that. We'll get into that. So um, for me. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. I'm going to be honest with you. I did this as it's not one concert. So, you okay. know, you see Rainbows live or yeah, yeah. on other uh, bands that have live albums, they have different eras. Yeah. I did this as though all three eras, okay. with all three guitarists were kind of present. So you're cheating. 
Yeah, like imagine if they did an album with uh, Vinny, a little bit of Bruce playing instead of Mark, and a little bit of Vinny, so uh, you know. Okay, maybe so Ace played on a couple songs. I don't know. Okay, so you looked at it a little differently. So you're, so the way you look at it, so the songs that would be like from Creatures would be would be recorded off of concerts that included Vinny. Yeah. Okay. I see. What you see. I see. I yeah. look. So, okay. See. I, that. I, that's a good way to look. I looked at it as the album would have been recorded on like the Animalized tour. You know what I mean with with Lick It Up and Creatures. But well, then you, know, you with what those two shows that Mark played. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. No, but that's true. Right? That would be better. What your idea? Your idea is better and probably makes more sense. Yeah. So I mean, I'm thinking that's the only way to do it. Yeah. Um. So that being the case, where do you want to start, buddy? You want to go first or I go first? You go first. You start. All right. All right. right. So Alive 5 starts off. And unlike Alive 3, we do not start a live album in our fantasy world without you wanted the best. You got the best. Not the fucking world. It's the hottest band in the land, like a lot. Exactly. Yep. Right? Yep. Boom. Fireworks go off. Now, from this, they're wearing makeup. Oh, so you're really making your own rules. I could, or or I could say, boom, fireworks go off. Murder in high heels. <laughs> go I ahead. I'm full of shit. Boom, fireworks go off. This plays. right just like in a live three they open up with creatures of the night great song great opening and you know what let's be honest it's kind of cheating because i'm used to it and they did open a live album with that song so it has opened up in the past no reason to go away from it fireworks go off creatures of the night that's what i got tommy what are you going with Uh, well we have duplicate number one I started the same thing because that opening is one of the best openings. And I'm going to go on a little side rant here, which we're famous for in these episodes. Why is this not in the goddamn set list now? They don't have to open with it now. This song kicks so much ass and Paul's voice could handle it now. There's not a lot of high pitch wailing. You know, there's nothing that he can handle. This song rocks. And you're going to tell me. Eric Singer and Tommy Thayer couldn't destroy this song. Oh, so good. Such yeah. a great song. This you know, is, so- um, 
this is for me. Talk, I'll, I'll be honest. I like the song. I'm not crazy oh, I love it. about it. I love it. I'm not crazy about it. I put this on because that's what it's supposed to be. No, I've always loved this song. And the version on a live three is awesome. I love that version. But that so that's our duplicate opener. Okay. Perfect. Yep. Well, now now it'll get interesting. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah. So now we're going with this. of animalize right to it no stopping i've had enough okay i like it i like it yeah no stopping just like they do now right after creatures of night i've had enough great one now great one in reality they you know all of a sudden we blink or something and now we're in a a different era mark st john is up there playing that's okay Better known as Bobcat Goldweight on, <laughs> on a recent internet photo. <laughs> Who shakes the clown? <laughs> Someone said he looked like Bobcat Goldweight. Oh, um, yeah, I go to I've Had Enough. Great okay. guitar. Boom, right into it, right from Creatures of the Night. Okay. All right, so after my opener for Creatures, I'm also going to go off Animal Eyes, but slow it down a little bit. So here we go. you can take love this song off of animal eyes great song love it um okay 
You don't like it? Right off the top? Yep. Yep. Ooh. I mixed up my set list a, diff- a little bit differently here, though, but this almost reminds me when Kiss played Cycle Circus in the beginning of their set once, and everyone's like, what the fuck? I, I know, I know, but I figure you get everybody riled up, so we'll, we'll, don't worry. There's plenty. You're going to keep them riled up when you're playing Get All You Can Take. Like the song, but okay. All right. Well, this is the era, right? Y- yes, so exactly. We go. We can go with what we got. Yep. So get all you can take. All right. Now, we're going to stay in that area, and we're going to go with Under the Gun. Let's hear it. For me, I always start my albums like this: one, two, three, go, fast songs. Dude, you're gonna give every you're gonna give everybody a fucking seizure. You're going from "I've Had Enough" right into "Under the Gun." People gonna uh, "Under the Gun." That song's terrible. That song's terrible. Under the Gun. That song is, that song is terrible. What are, just wanna, do, what are they gonna do in the middle of the song? Yeah, you just want to hear him say, "Let's hit the highway doing 69. <laughs> Settle down, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Yeah so And you know what happens after that third song Paul's gonna stand up How you doing Boston Oh god <laughs> So our set lists are a little bit different here Because I'm gonna actually slow it down a little bit more On the third song for me So we're gonna, we're gonna introduce Lick It Up Into the set list with this one
not for the innocent. Gene takes the mic away from Paul for a minute. All right. Love that song. Yep. So my, my, my opener is a little bit different. Not, you know, not as, not as kick-ass ripping as yours, but there we go. So I, I always have that, you know, that, like I was saying, that kind of a pause. Yeah. Paul, how you doing, Boston? Yep. And he's going to make some kind of like innuendo or sex comment and bring it over to the the demon. And this is Gene where he's kind of like in the animalized live look where he keeps nodding oh. his head. And yeah. he just looks ter- <laughs> just a bad look. With He's got the Terrible. wig on. Terrible. Um, and then they go over and point to him and play what you just played, not for the innocent place. That's okay. how Gene gets introduced. Okay. So right after under the gun, not for the innocent for me. Okay. You're up. Number four. All right. So we're going to stick with Gene, but now we're, now we're going to speed it up a little bit. So we slowed it down a little bit with not for the innocent. Now let's kick it up a little bit. Back to okay. animalize. Back to animalize with this one. That's right, baby. It's time to throw the log in the fireplace. Oh. It's burn, bitch, burn. Now, I'm going to tell you, I've said this before. I know people make fun of the lyrics. That song kicks ass musically. That song is awesome. Oh, I love that riff. All our new listeners are going to be like, oh, what's this song? Let me hear it. What the fuck is this? But see, it takes a beating because of the lyrics. That song is awesome. Oh, it's so good. It takes a beating because of the lyrics, the guitar, the drums, the solos, the, no. the piano, the friggin' the vocals, the lyrics. Ah, uh, it's a great that's a great song. How dare you? Okay. Okay, my friend. <laughs> okay, my friend. <laughs> um then I come with Mountain Cat. Um <laughs> fucking get me off track. Finally, we slow down because I think if they were playing this now, I think Gene would have had a heart attack. Okay. If they were playing all this music live now, um, we're going to slow it down right off the tag. Right after Not for the Innocent, I Still Love You. Hit it. Mm-hmm. 
Love the song. And this is during that era where Paul can rip it because we ain't doing it now. I'll tell you right now that uh, another rant here, probably the best kiss ballad that they have. The song never gets played. Obviously I know why they're not playing it. No, that's what I was just going to say, but there's no way Paul can sing this now. I get that. I get that. But musically, uh, the chorus, when he like pours his soul out at the end of that song, it's, oh, it's so good. So good. It's a great, so you're slowing it down a little early. Okay. Yeah. All right. For those that don't know, we're new to us or even kind of new to Kiss. Yep. You got to go get the unplugged. Oh my the unplugged God. Unplugged version of wow. this song Woo-hoo, is amazing. insane. Amazing. Insane. Yep. Yep. All right. That's my number five. Tomas, right. you're five. So I'm gonna, all right. So number five, uh, I'm going to slow it down as well. Not not as slow as uh, that song, but uh, Paul's going to get a little emotional here on this one. Off a of Lick It Up, a million to one. So good. We, we, we keep naming off these songs that, you know, people consider them deep cuts. They're deep because Kiss is too fucking stupid to play them live. <laughs> this is our favorite band. Dude. We do a podcast on them and we're sitting there. They're too fucking stupid. That's because we've said this before. We, we, I get angry with them because they have so much unbelievable material that no one ever hears. This song is this is one. of You like this song more oh, than I, I do. I don't like this. This is top five for me, probably. Yeah, it's, it's love this song. Yes, unbelievable, it's great song. Yes. What What is so underrated about this song is the fucking solo. Yeah, it's, listen it's to it. Vinny goes nuts. Yep. Awesome job. See, we like Vinny. See, when Vinny, Vinny, Vinny behaving. Vinny was playing that song as if there were a hundred people at his birthday party watching him play. Oh That's my how, god! The solo on that is fantastic. The singing, the lyrics—it's the whole. The, that song kicks ass. Yep, it does. All right, and you never hear it anywhere. <laughs> Number six is—you know—Paul's going to do a stage rap. Oh boy! You know, Paul—he's got to do his rap about something. We got global warming. Oh, here we, we go. <laughs> climate change. <laughs> we got. 
billionaires in the billionaires. He's going to do a Bernie Sanders rap. Um, (laughs) We we got the corporations and the corporations and the millionaires and billionaires. Didn't I just tell you it's a million to one enough with the millionaires? (laughs) (laughs) I know the song because I just played the damn song. Um, Yeah, after he does his rap, he's going to do a real rap. And here we go. Stanley's so cool. He is the breeze. <laughs> was that the breeze or was that you listening to I Want You again? Oh, that was me releasing uh, another I Want You episode because that's what that was like. <laughs> Woo! Um, a, mil- uh, a million to one. Um, all Hell's Breaking Loose. Unbelievably great song. A favorite of mine. Love it. Paul does the great rap, the guitar. Oh, it's just such a great song. That chorus is just so awesome. And that riff. And then in the middle when he tells Vinny, ah, take it. And Vinny, oh, awesome. See, now it's making me mad that that era and that album, they couldn't keep it together. See what I mean, dude? See what I mean, And and you're forgetting the best part of this. You're forgetting the answers. You're you're forgetting the best part of this song. The friggin' video. Oh. A street hustler walks up to me, and I'm walking down the street, and I'm minding my own business. What be this, and what be that? That, that is what, racist. Just, Paul, that is just Paul, racist. Paul, 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 you, you, you can't do that, Paul. <laughs> that is just racist. And let me tell you right now, let me tell you, if you think, if you think Vinny looks bad now, watch <laughs> this video. <laughs> he looks like a fucking embryo of a bird. <laughs> a baby bird embryo. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> they come and attack his horse's teeth. <laughs> they swoop down, Tommy. They swoop and they go. <laughs> Here we go. Coming, coming soon. We're just gonna go. We're just gonna do a Jerky Boys podcast and talk a little bit about Kiss next time, and just do our best impressions. 
All right. Um, number six so, for me, duplicate yeah. number two. I actually have all hell's breaking loose at number six also. No, really? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. Great song. Of course it's great. Another yeah. one. Why the fuck don't they play this? Do you think he can't handle this? Think about it. Can he not handle this? He's rapping. Yeah. I told you this already. I'll I'll probably say it ten more times. When I created this set list and listened to it, it was frustrating. I'm like, holy shit! There's so much amazing music in this era. Well, Go let's ahead. turn it back up on number okay. seven, and we're gonna go with something. Because if you take a fucking hot knife, <laughs> what does it go through, Tommy? It goes through this. <laughs> Song. Great song. 
fits like a glove. The song is so damn good. And I'm telling you right now, I'm lucky enough that I actually got to hear them play this because they, they for some crazy reason, they threw this on the Hot in the Shade set list. That was playing. They had that. Yeah. They have a bootleg somewhere, wreck it LP when they had. Yep. That was played from Lick It Up for years after you, Lick It Up. And you got to think about that. That that truly is a deep cut. So that had to have been Gene begging Paul to keep this in the set list. Because that's I mean, not that's a, a hard song to do when he was hitting that. Awesome. That's so, that, 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 again, that riff, that song kicks ass. It's a, a great song. You love it when they animalize live and then Paul goes in that slow motion when he's like dancing and he kicks his leg. Oh, God. It. <laughs> Jesus. All right, let's turn it over to you in number seven. All right, so we're going to slow it down a little bit again here. We're going to go back to animalize and uh, Paul's going to take this one here for us. Taking over. Love that song. Good song. Yeah. I, I tell you, the more I listen to Animalize, I mean, I know it's got some garbage on it, which we, we talked about when we did our Animalize review, but some of these songs that are on there, just so good. I, I love Thrills in the Night. Yeah, it's a very good song. Yep. Um, I, you know, wish they played it, threw it in. Imagine they threw this in the middle of their set. Oh, yeah, I know. Now, like people yep. go nuts, even though it's not that popular. People would go nuts to hear that. Yep. You know? Um, Thrills in the Night, that's your number seven, huh? Correct. Number eight. Let's keep it going at a million miles an hour with this.
opening track off of Lick It Up, Exciter. Oh, so good. And this will lead into a solo for Vinny. Okay. Even though he doesn't even do the solo. Can you imagine that? Here's our new flashy as hell guitarist. Yeah. It's a great guitar song. And, uh, hey, Rick Derringer, what are you doing these days? Why don't you play the fucking solo over here? Yeah, yeah. do your rock and roll hoochie coo here over there. Fucking. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. <laughs> I am a real American. Oh, That's God. all I think about when I think of Rick Derringer. Oh, I think I of the holster coming out, pointing his finger and ripping his shirt off. Death. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going with Exciter into Vinny's guitar solo. There's one solo. In this era, yeah. For any of those guitars, it's got to be a Vinny solo, right? Exciter. <laughs> I can't. I can't mention that song without doing that. Now they call me from back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exciter. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Reach underneath. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what All the right. fuck? You know what I'm. You know what I just noticed. We're off to my eighth song. Mm-hmm. Um. Creatures of the Night is getting no love from either of us right now. So I'm going to change that with my eighth song. Here we go. my favorite songs on the album i love the drum beat in this song and i love gene's voice saint and sinner love this song one of my favorite songs on the album you're a song sinner the deuces are wild baby <laughs> gene loves to say deuce wow. oh yeah i don't know it's a it's one of my favorite songs on the album it's a good song yeah good song tom yep um that's your number eight huh saint yes. and sinner yep mm. number nine for me is a little bit of a duplicate. Okay. We're going to go to Thrills in the Night. All right. That's number nine for me. Number nine for me is my favorite song off of Lick It Up and one of my favorite songs in the entire Kiss catalog. Here we go.
Young and Wasted. Oh, my God, do I love this song. Eric Carr, his drums and Gene's bass just pushing this song along. It's awesome. So the live version would have Eric singing like they did in concert. Yeah, I, I know. Anytime seen... they played this live, Eric sang it, yeah. which would be nice because that's the only yeah. song that you can get away with a third singer. I, yeah, that, that that is awesome when he does that. But I, I love this song. I love the chorus. I, uh, Gene just sounds nuts. Oh, I love it. Awesome. Yep. Young and Wasted. Okay. Yep. Um. All right. So my number 10. And speak for yourself saying Creatures of the Night got no love. This is my third song already in the okay. top 10. Okay. For Creatures of the Night. Oh, okay. All right. And here we go. On the set list now, War Machine. Awesome song. Still love it to this day. Now, they can still do the package video behind them with all the fucking legion of armies and going at it and stuff and the dragon and whatnot. Yeah. I don't know. This is I put this down as Gene whatever. I don't know if yeah. Gene's going to do fire during this song or if he's going to fly in the air still, but he's not wearing makeup. Um, or is he wearing makeup and he's doing this song when he's in Keys, keys, New Brazil. Keys, New Brazil. <laughs> yeah. When he's in uh, Brazil doing Creatures of the Night tour. I don't know. Maybe he is wearing makeup doing this. But I put Gene whatever. Is he doing flying in the air? Is he spitting blood? Is he pushing out fire? He's doing something in this. War Machines, my 10. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. I, I had a hard time, I think, because of the era of of fitting in when Gene was going to do his little little tricks, little, little little stunts. Did you just say that you had a little scene going on? Some, He's a couple of guys, a couple of broads on. laying yeah. around. Spocky can get involved if he wants to. You know. Yeah. You know. So real quick with War Machine, that's a song that it's really weird because I'm I don't I'm I don't like the live version. Oh, I. Love I, it. I because the sirens, you know me, I love those no, sirens. But, the but sirens. That, that music, that, that song, the studio version of that song, and I don't know, maybe we're hinting at a potential future episode, who knows, but um, it's a great song. Yeah, it's a great song. All right. Yeah, so my, and the other thing is that makes it, and I love it, it was a wrestler, like a guy like Taz, yeah. the wrestler from, you don't know this shit, but he no, used to come no, out to that as a war machine, and he always, he'd always walk like he's carrying watermelons underneath both arms like this, Yeah. but he, the problem is, you look like a badass, but you're five foot six, buddy. Oh, yeah. And then, <laughs> you don't have to walk like you're a fucking badass, but he'd come out to this. How awesome is that? It's not Anyways. awesome. It, it's, it's not awesome because it's fucking wrestling. <laughs> 
wrestling rules. Oh, God. Anyways, um, number 10. Number 10 for me. Now it's time to slow it down a little bit. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Another duplicate here. Our, uh, our ballad, I Still Love You. <laughs> I'm so sad. I do love you. Great song. Yeah, love it. Yeah, I like it where you have it too in that in that list, Tom. Yeah, it fits. It's yep. pretty good. Um, all right, we're up to my number eleven. Mm-hmm. And this song, I almost guarantee it's not going to be on your set list. I fucking love this song. Uh oh, here we go. From Creatures of the Night. Danger. Oh, danger. That song is fucking danger, terrible. Danger. Terrible. Love that song. Paul's vocals on that song rock. Fucking rock. That song kicks ass. The music, the guitar. Listen to the best part about that song is Eric's drums. Yes. I put Agreed. that song into a drum solo. So okay. that's where I was kind of positioning the song. Listen to the drums. Eric. Carr does his drum solo on Danger and the song rocks. Johnny Dangerously. <laughs> <laughs> knock down that Fargan wall, knock down that Fargan wall, and knock down this that. This is Fargan War. <laughs> That's a great one. You shouldn't shoot me. My mother shot me once. <laughs> once. Fargan's like, <laughs> you mother Fargan gogsoggers. Yeah. You miserable cocksuckers. <laughs> Roman Maroney. <laughs> All right, danger. And Eric Carr drum solo, number 11 for me. All right, so number 11, after after Paul is pouring out his heart and soul and begging, I still love you, we throw the mic back to Gene so we can just get silly again. Silly. And, and here's another duplicate. So... You said that you liked where I still love you was because it fit in the set list. Yep. Well, good because fits like a glove comes right after it. Number eleven. <laughs> 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 
through butter. Oh, I love that. I can already tell how both of our set lists are going to end. Yeah, pretty much. You're talking about 10, 10 years I'm in the business. 10 years you're in the business? <laughs> Is that what he says? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. 12? Number, <laughs> number 12. Go ahead. We're getting towards the end. Yeah. These top four, the probably best four songs in that era. Um, I'm going with The Duplicate. Probably my favorite song throughout this era, A Million to One. Oh, okay. And that yeah. was your, that was 12? Yep. Okay. So, yeah. all right. So my 12 for me, another duplicate here, War Machine. Um, yeah. yeah, that was going to be, <clears throat> it was going to be an encore, um, but I got my encores set aside. So, yeah, I think we're, we're at that point now. I think the next I three think songs, we're missing one. There's one that we don't have the same. I th- of yeah, the I last think, two. I think of the next, three, yeah, I think the next three songs are going to be duplicates, but that's okay. No, no, no. they can't be. Yes, we'll they see. can. Yes, they can because my 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 last three Wait, songs. Yeah, you didn't take this. Oh, yeah, they are duplicates. They're they are. Duplicates. <laughs> I'm curious to see who you end with and okay. who you do. So I'm ending on song number thirteen. Me too. And then the last two that are that, are that, encores. That's, that's that's what I did. I'm gonna end with this. Stanley asking everybody, do you like to lick or do you like to be licked? Oh. This is the song about licking. That was awful. What show was that at? Was that the when he's like, how that many of you? We have how, that. We, yeah. Oh, that was the uh, Rock the Nation. Yeah. How I, many of you like how, how many of you like to get licked? <laughs> Paul, come on, dude. What the fuck? How many of you like to give it a lick? Oh my god. I do. Yeah. Well. <laughs> That's my number 13 also. Lick it up. <laughs> We're going to do this exact. Well, this ha- this happened. See, that's the problem with these alive. Well, it's not the problem, but y- y- the-, the encores are kind of predictable because you're only you're only selecting from a, a-, a very few. That's all right. That's all right. So we walk off. Good night. Five minutes later, Gene's taking a shit. Oh, God. Um, Vinny is in the corner getting yelled at by Paul Stanley. And Eric Carr is just shaking his head. Saying, why am I in this band? (laughs) But then they come out, and Vinny gets thrown down, and Mark St. John jumps out, and you hear lights are out, and you hear, whoa, heaven's on fire. Let's hit it. (laughs) 
Heaven's on fire. That's right. the way to go. So we got our last two songs flipped because. Oh, really? Yep. Because after the encore, after Lick It Up, we come out to this. right this will end up apparently being zeus's closer i love it loud wow yep um i can think of that era when i see this and i see kiss exposed the yep. first time ever and didn't know anything about it when i got back into kiss that's why i have such a sentiment sentimental feeling anytime i hear see kiss exposed video oh yeah and I, it was the first time i saw that era because now i'm seeing it as a, more of an adult Yep. Then as a little kid and saw what was going on in Brazil. Oh, God. Yeah. And they do that video and Gene is just doing his arm. Yeah. And there's like 100,000 people just jumping up. Yeah. Holy fuck. Oh, it's, keys, it's ama- keys, New Brazil. New keys. Brazil. Keys. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. So that's that's your encore, obviously, your final. No. No. My last song is While the City Sleeps. Oh, God. I thought it was uh, murder. I thought it was murder. I thought it was murder and high heels. How do you know what happened? Murder and high heels. Oh yeah, right. Murder. <sighs> um, All right. So of course, I love it loud. Okay, I so- feel like that's the big anthem they could end on. Uh, um, the reason I have it flipped is, in my opinion, I just think Heaven's on Fire is like get you rowdy and get you all excited. But I love it loud is the anthem. Heaven's on Fire is not an anthem. Right. Like they want to end so, with an anthem. So I so, figured they would end with I love it loud. Or I could I would have switched maybe lick it up in I love it loud. But I think I went with I love it loud. That's just my opinion. No, that's fine. So the, so the reason why I did Heaven's on Fire last is that it's 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 more of an upbeat song to send people out kind of amped up. Uh, you know, I love it loud is obviously an anthem. And g- going back to when we when we started this discussion, I looked at this as a live album on the Animalize tour and Heavens on Fire was the big hit that they were pushing off of Animalize. <clears throat> so that's why could be could be yeah, that makes a so, good point. 
Yeah, so that's that's why I had it as the closer. <clears throat> yeah, so for me, Thomas, yep. I have, if I'm looking at my stats correctly, yep. I believe I have six songs from Creatures of the Night. Yep. I have uh I believe one, two, three, four from Animalize. And I think I have five from Lick It Up. Okay. I have five. No, I take it back. I take it back. Five from uh, Creatures of the Night. Lick It Up, six songs. Okay. And four from Animal Eyes. I think that's exactly the same. I have five from Creatures. um, And then I have one, two, four from Animal Eyes. And one, two, three, four. Five, six from Lick It Up. Yep. Yeah. But I think that shows you what we think is the best album from that era. I I think that's indicative. I mean, I I think I think you'd really be pushing it to although you have different songs from Animal Eyes than me. You know, what's funny. There were seven songs total picked picked from from what do you call it? From Lick It Up. From Animal Eyes. No, no, no. From Lick It Up. There were oh, okay. seven songs. Young and yeah. Wasted was picked by you. I didn't pick that. Right, right. And I had six, so there were seven songs. Yeah, you had Exciter. I didn't. Yeah. So, yep. I have I mean, we only did, I think there were five songs from, uh, um, what do you call it? No, actually, I think there was one extra one, right? One, what? two, three, uh, four, five, six. Yeah, there were six songs technically from Animal Eyes. I'm shocked. Yeah, well, yeah, you had two different ones that I didn't have at all. You had, I've, you've had, you've had, uh, you had, I have had enough and under the gun. Yeah, I didn't have, I didn't have either. I one didn't of have those. burn, bitch, burn, and I didn't have get all you can take. Creatures okay. of the night, we both had. We, I had danger. You didn't have that. We both had. I love it loud. We both had. I still love you. We both had war machine. I had Satan sinner. That's it. Yep. So the one thing. So there were six from all together from that album. Yep. Um, the. The songs that came close to making it, my honorable mentions, was going to be uh, three songs. Okay. Killer. I, yes, me too. I love that um, one. Yep. I don't like Young and Wasted. I don't like that song. I don't. Okay. okay. I, the only reason I was thinking about putting it on there is the whole Eric Carr factor. Yeah. Just to put a different vocalist in there okay. to make the album a little bit different. Yep. But I didn't pick it. I don't like it. Um, and then Satan Sinner was the other one. Okay. So for me, I love Rock and Roll Hell, but it's slow. I didn't want to put it on the. That's an honorable mention. Yep, rock and roll hell. Um, <clears throat> Exciter, you had that. I love that one. Yep. Um, and I know that they would never play it, but I love it. Um, and on the eighth day. Oh yeah, dude, that would make it. Holy shit! Other oh, than that horrible, give me more. And oh, that's the that is what literally one of the worst songs in the entire Kiss catalog. Um, dance all over your face. I like that song. No, me too. It's like too. the fucking premise. Let oh, yeah. Dance all over. Oh, let me dance all over your face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, brutal. Yeah, and then oh. an- Animalize, you're not getting uh, You're not getting lonely as the hunter. You're not getting wild the city sleeps, and you're sure as shit on getting murder in high heels. <laughs> I, you know what? I like Lonely as the Hunter. I don't mind that song, but you're yes. right. But the thing is, you know what's funny? I, I don't want to get too far ahead because obviously we got three more albums to do. Yeah. If I had Asylum in this, yeah. <clears throat> um, Tears are falling, maybe Secretly Cruel. I'm already, I'm already, yeah, I was already looking like, ahead who, to a lot. What, what would make it from Asylum on here? I wouldn't take out much. You can't give it away because that, that next, the next album is no, 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 no. But it's different right. because Asylum's compared to those albums. 
I'm saying because Creatures is so good and so yeah. is Lick It Up. Yeah. Asylum doesn't have many tracks. I would take it over. That's our it whole has, point with Sonny. It has the hits, and that's it. The the MTV hits is about it. Yeah, it's, oh, so yeah, that's uh, that's our album, Tomas. Yeah, one uh, song we didn't one song we didn't discuss off of Creatures of the Night, which I think is absolutely fucking unlistenable, is Keep Me Coming. Yeah, that's terrible. The song's terrible. Um, <laughs> you just want to shit on it. But I'll tell you. That being said, I I love love this album. If this if this was a real album, oh. This would be amazing. Yeah, like Keep Me Coming is a bad song, but it's not a terrible. Like, I can't listen to it. No, no. It's not fucking While the City Sleeps, Murder in High Heels. And I even Give Me More is bad. I don't like it, but it's not fucking, for, to me, uh, Love's a Deadly Weapon or something oh. like that shit. <laughs> oh, give, give Me More is really bad. Boomerang. It's not like yeah. that. It sounds the same. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a super fast crappy song you know? yeah it's, ter- it's terrible rocky roll <laughs> not good gene doing his fucking sloth from the goonies impression <laughs> oh god nice <laughs> anyways so we usually go into our questions once we finish our topic so go ahead buddy what do we got oh my oh boy this is a funny oh, one boy, I this shit. time holy shit so this is from a Twitter user. His Twitter handle is a question mark. That's his Twitter name. Question mark. This okay. is a good one. If Ace and Peter die before. <laughs> J- <laughs> I know. Hold on. My God. There's a point to this question. If Ace and Peter die before Gene and Paul, will Gene and Paul continue to bring up the past drinks, drinking drugs and et cetera, et cetera? Or will they stop talking about that? Um, honestly, my opinion is they will still talk about it. Me too. Absolutely. Oh yeah. I oh, don't definitely. think there's been any. The only di- who the only talks different- to them though. Who talks to them? Who's got the balls to say, "Dude, why do you say that?" That maybe Doc McGee's the only one. He guys, I know that you like being yourselves, but you come across like assholes when you bring this up. You bring animosity towards yourself when you don't need to. They don't care. Don't even they bring don't- it up. You don't have to don't- tell us why they're not in the band anymore. We know why they're yeah, not no. banned. You don't have to keep saying that as though, like, oh. It's like, it, it, they sound like fucking Trump. No collusion. Peter's a drunk. He's a yeah. drunk. He can't hold his shit. Ace, I think the unreliable. Only di- He's lazy. I, I, th- I think the only difference would be that they would preface the comments by saying, you know, God rest his soul, but, you know, Ace was a drunk. Like, that That, that would be the only difference. He would preface his comments hey, with I'm God rest his soul. I'm back from the dead, and I'm going to fucking haunt you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what he would do. Uh, would they stop? No, they wouldn't stop. They can't help. Them. No, no, no. <laughs> they were dead. Would they be nice? I mean, I never knew any animosity of Eric Carr with anybody. Paul still shits on him now, more so than I ever yeah. heard. Well, right. I wouldn't say shits on him. I would say he brings up stuff that he doesn't need to bring up. Like what? In, in, what in the mean? interest of what he thinks is like disclosure. Like he'll bring stuff up. Look, Eric was acting weird. Like, you're not the first drummer in Kiss, so why does that bother you? And then it's well, be- like, why do you need to bring that shit up? Well, like, because because everything they everything they say is from the angle of they need to remind people who's in charge. They can never let anybody else. You know, we've said this in many episodes. Poor Eric, bringing it up now. I mean, come on. 
No, but we've said it in many episodes before, both personally and professionally, Eric Singer and Tommy Thayer are the perfect guys for this band because they keep their mouth shut and they play their asses off. Yep. Perfect. Yep. So, all right. right. So question question number two from Roger Barnes. This is uh, to our Shout It Out Loudcast uh, Gmail. He said, well, his question is in two parts. But I'm only going to read one tonight. Maybe someday, some somewhere down the road, we'll get to the second part because they're two separate questions. They're not connected. Yeah. Do you think Kiss would have become as successful without the makeup? Did they need it to make it? That is the most general question about Kiss. No, I know. Um, but I like they made it without the makeup. They would have made it, but they wouldn't be even close to where they are now. Not even close. They probably would have broke up because they never would have achieved the level of success to put up with each other. Like we talk about this, Paul and Gene, because of the success, kept them together. So now they have that mutual respect, no matter what, that they'll they need each other. They know that there's no they weren't successful. At some point, Paul would turn over to Gene and be like, you're fucking disgusting. I don't like you. And then Gene would probably say, stop doing that. Ooh, look, <laughs> you're fucking wimp. Fuck off. Yeah. Like they would be all over. They'd be, they would have insulted each other and broken up years ago because they never would have reached that level of success. I think if they did, I think if they didn't start off with the makeup, the band would have been dead in the water right off the bat. The, the, the thing that propelled them was the theatrics in the, in the, in the costumes and the makeup. There, there's no way they, they would have, they would have honestly, Bill Coin would have never picked them up. Neil Bogart would have, they would have been another bar band that can't, that can't write songs. I, I hate to say that because thank God they evolved into something. But I think right off the bat in '73, they would have that would have been nothing. They still had a harder sound than most bands. Not very early on, though. Not not not. Hard. You don't think listening to watching you in Deuce in Cold Gin, right? But you harder than most of those bands back but, then. But way early on, before they got signed, they were only dealing with songs like Ah. You're talking like, about wet, Wicked Lester days. No, 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 no. I'm talking about song a song like Firehouse. That's a that's a pretty okay, light. That's one song on there. But how many other big like friggin' heavy songs are on there? Black Diamond. No, that's I, a heavy song. So right. is Deuce. Right. Um. You know, were they are gonna get big with fucking Kissing Time and Love no. Theme from Kiss? No. No. So I, I don't know. I mean. They, uh, I guess we both would agree they never would have reached the success they've had now, and they would have broken up. Oh, no, and again, so I they know, never I know, would have hit the alive level, right? And I know that this question is very—it's a—it's a standard kiss question, but I wanted to bring it up because I don't think we've actually. No, no, yeah, and we, I don't mean to sound like I'm shitting on them for it. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm just saying, no. like, you know, you can go off. You can have a whole fucking episode about this. Absolutely, we could. Yep, agreed. So, yeah. All right. So. All right. Now, we have switched. We're no longer on Podomatic. We're over on Megaphone. But you can still find us on all the platforms for um, for where you can find your your podcast. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, uh, What's the other one there? Um, Spotify. Spotify. Thank you. YouTube. Uh, Yep. YouTube will put the new... uh, image up of our new logo with the stuff people might be like what the fuck is this Uh, (laughs) but that's us yep obviously you can interact with us on twitter facebook instagram um we're there we're always interacting with you guys the amount of you know it's funny how fast we've grown in my opinion because i remember when we go dude we have like 
we have close to like 50 followers. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. You remember that? And yes, like, I do. Fuck? How the hell did that happened? I know. And you know what? God bless you, the guys that were there from the beginning. Oh, we love uh, it. We don't forget you. And we're still, if you notice, guys, we're still interacting with all you guys. Yep. Uh, keep up the stuff. Now, the other best thing that we really like is getting emails. And that email is shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. Shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. Some of you guys, you know, take time out of your busy day just to give us a quick heads up that you like something or you found something funny. Uh, like last week, they liked them. We go, yeah, apparently. <laughs> I don't know if it's my yeah or your yeah, because you did one, I think, at the mark that he said. And it wasn't me. It was you. Yeah. And I think he confused. Yeah. I don't think he likes it that. He said it <laughs> no, sounded like a Seinfeld Kramer one. So, yeah. 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 And, um, Keep it up, please. We love reading them. Give us feedback. Let us know what you like. And then, of course, we'd like you to go on to, like, iTunes, uh, Podchaser. Give us one of those five Paul Stanley Starchild reviews. Um, tell everybody why you like us. And then, hopefully, what that does is it opens us up to uh, other avenues and people find us through the analytics of all that stuff on iTunes, and uh, we show up on other people's radar and get more and more people involved in the show. Yep. Um, it really means a lot to us. I can't thank you enough. Tom, anything you want to add? No, just follow up with that. And just, I mean, like Zeus said, you know, we're, we're impressed every week at the interaction, and that's what we want to do. Make it fun, talk kiss, and, uh, and we're just so grateful for the following and the feedback that we've gotten. Absolutely. And as always... We like to end on some famous last words. Tomas, take it away. In the evening, when she takes to the street, she goes hunting with a body in heath <laughs> and desires. She's kept hidden inside. Make her tingle. And she knows why she lies. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> She's walking around like a mystery. I want to keep going. Dude, the whole fucking, you're going to do the whole song. I when won't. I keep track of this, I don't have room to fit that all in there. I just had to throw in the ooh. Because <laughs> Paul Stanley. <laughs> all right. Here I go. Uh-oh. Girl, it's been so long. Now tell me. Tell me how could it be the one of us knows the two of us don't belong in each other's company. Oh, God. Oh, mercy. Oh, Paul Stanley at his finest. Yep, absolutely. Um, that being the case, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, everybody. See ya. Thank you. Peace out, Girl Scout. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com. Code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 